podcast, Even the Little Things. I'm Hannah Kim. And I'm Johnny Poirier. Welcome to the first episode. Yes, I'm so excited. Today's episode is called Sweet Little 16. We'll be discussing the 16 things we learned during our 16 years and sharing stories of the reality of a 16th birthday. So if that sounds interesting, please stick around. Before we start, we just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any field and that this podcast is just to talk about big and even the little things teens go through. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. turning 16 is a lot more excited than actually being 16. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, I agree. There's definitely a media and personal glamorization with the age 16. Yeah, maybe it's because there are so many movies and songs about turning 16, even though, trust me, my birthday was nothing like Molly Ringwald's and 16 Candles. Yeah, 16 is sort of an iconic age in someone's life. Since actual 16-year-olds, we'll be breaking down 16 things you've learned during our 16 years of life and sharing all the little things you shouldn't worry about. One thing that I've learned is that it's okay to still be childish. There's nothing wrong with enjoying things that are deemed quote-unquote babyish for our age. I mean, some of our classmates may have moved on from certain things, but that doesn't mean you have to. You can still enjoy whatever you want to do. I mean, for example, I know someone who still collects dolls, and I think that's totally okay. It's okay if you still want to watch TV shows meant for a younger audience. It's okay if you want to dress like a younger child, sing Disney songs, build forts, make sandcastles. It's okay to want to do th- things deemed as childish. You're only a child once, and it shouldn't stop you from doing things that you still enjoy. Exactly. I mean, if you want to go play on the playground, if you want to go collect and play with dolls, if you want to go watch that show that's deemed too babyish for our age, that's completely okay. We're still adolescents, and we're still growing up, and you should be able to do whatever you want to do. And, you know, I think it's still cool to do you know, collect dolls if you want to. Yes, exactly. Enjoy your childhood however you like. Another thing I've definitely learned is to appreciate the time you have with your family. A lot of teenagers feel like they need to push away their parents because it seems cool to do so or act rude or because they're just embarrassed because we're young adults and we feel embarrassed with our parents now. So your parents are not always going to be here, so it's important to make the most of the time that you have with them. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of, there's like this like media portrayal of teenagers and how rude they have to act to their parents. I mean, I've definitely acted rude to my parents. I'm, I'll be honest, we, we don't have a perfect relationship, but there's no reason to be rude on purpose to your parents or treat them with disrespect just because all your friends are treating your parents with disrespect. I mean, they're still your parents. <laughs> they gave birth to you, right? Exactly. And respect and love your parents because they're not perfect, neither are you, but they're still your parents. Yeah, and it's important to appreciate the time left you have with your family. Like, in just a few years, like short years, actually, we'll be going off to college. And whether we stay in state or go out of state, um, that's still time that we're going to be missing with them. And you should really cherish that time. And I know that I'm not perfect, like I'm not the perfect daughter, but we should definitely still cherish our time with our parents. Yes, I agree. Time goes by faster than we'd like, and your parents are not always going to be here, so enjoy the time you have with them and make the most of it. Exactly, and I bet they definitely want to spend time with you too, so um, don't feel don't feel weird about um, asking them to maybe watch a movie with you or go on a walk. 
yes, definitely appreciate the time with them, treat them with respect, and make sure you tell them you love them. Um, another and really actually important thing that I've learned is that you don't have to wear makeup. I know growing up when I was like t really little um, as a kid, I thought oh, when I'm 16, I'm going to wear makeup. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to do all this and stuff. Like a lot of girls, I feel like are under pressure to wear makeup at such a young age. Exactly. Like growing up, I always felt like that I had to wear makeup to be pretty or to fit in with people's standards. Yeah. Even though I... I'm not a person that wear make that wears makeup or likes to wear makeup. It's just my personal choice, but I always had like this pressure that I had to wear it to like fit in with everyone. Yeah, and I feel like makeup is such a personal choice. Like I would wear makeup like every so often, but like I don't know, I definitely had this like pressure because a lot of people I knew were wearing makeup that I had to wear it, but I feel like makeup is like a personal choice and makeup can be fun and enjoyable if that's what you want to do and that's what you you know if that's if that's what you want to do but it's definitely not for everybody and you shouldn't feel like you have to do it to feel pretty exactly I feel like the main thing you should remember is you're wearing makeup for yourself and not for anyone else because when you wear it for other people it's not as enjoyable and it doesn't feel as fun you have to wear makeup for yourself because it is what you like and it is what you want to do Exactly. If makeup feels authentically you, then that's you and you should definitely wear makeup. It's beautiful, you know, it, it makes people feel beautiful. But if makeup does not make you feel beautiful and you feel like it's more of like a, a time consuming activity, then don't wear it. I think it's okay. You don't have to wear makeup. It's a personal choice. Exactly. I agree. Just remember makeup is for yourself and not for anyone else. Right. Another really important thing I've learned is not to waste time wishing when you can make it reality. You know, spend your time wisely, do the things that you want, and yeah. don't procrastinate. Because growing up, I've always wanted to do things, and I've always pushed it, or I've always spent my time wishing and daydreaming, but never actually going out and accomplishing anything that I wanted to. Yeah, and, you know, this applies to, I feel like, a lot of things, like whether it's homework, activities, or just things that you wish you could do. Like, for example, starting this podcast. I mean, for a long time, me and Juani were, like, just thinking about it. We are just, like, wishing and kind of thinking about it. And then we finally did it because why would we – why are we wasting time just thinking about it when we can actually do it, you know? I agree. There's, like, never enough time in the world. So don't be afraid of what other people think about you. And don't stop yourself either because – you know, there's so many things that you can do, and there's always going to be people that judge, and don't let that stop you from accomplishing what you want. And, you know, at the end of the day, there's no point in, like, spending all your time and energy wishing and thinking about something when you can make that a reality yourself. Like, not everything is in your hands, but if something is in your hands, then definitely take it and use it. Like, you have you, I mean, a lot of us are in access to a lot of re different resources and people to support us. And so if you can make what you want a reality, then definitely do it. I agree. We have so many opportunities that we can take advantage of. And we always underestimate what we can do. We can literally do whatever we want. So go out and make what you want happen. Exactly. And I know we're being kind of broad and everything, but it's really just more of like, if there's something that you're really pulled to do, like, 
um, maybe you really want to start a club or even maybe you want to start a podcast or write a book or something, if you're really pulled to do that, I feel like you shouldn't waste time just thinking about it when you can actually do it. And people really underestimate what us teenagers can do, but we can accomplish a lot. Exactly. You can accomplish whatever you put your mind to. So, you know, keep, I mean, keep wishing, but also go out and make your wishes happen. Make them come true. Yeah. This next one, I think I had a really hard time um, just accepting, um, which is have big goals and little milestones. I know everybody has, I know that a lot of people have goals that they um, try to follow and everything. And for a long time, I always thought like, oh, goals are so stupid. Like you're going to give it up anyways. Like, you know, New Year's resolutions, they're so stupid. But I think actually the more that I've, been going about life goals can actually really keep you going exactly and you don't have to have everything figured out but even a simple goal can help you achieve what you really want I always thought that goals meant big things such as you know graduating high school Mm -hmm. or college or getting your dream job but it can be little things such as you know acing a class or a test or things like biting your nails like stop biting them and goals are goals if they're small or big there's still something to be proud of yeah and I know there's like this like weird like stigma with goals like oh I'm I I shouldn't set them because maybe I won't achieve them but it's like if you put it out there like oh if you like you you really think about it and you really like you know manifest it and pray about it and you know do what you have to do I think your goals can really come true like you know even like mini ones and big ones like I think everyone should have one I think it really helps you yeah exactly they're great to keep your mind on the future and make sure to celebrate the small goals because they are just as important as the big ones what I would say is have goals and little milestones and they can really help you keep going and um, keep your mind on the things that you want to do a lesson I've learned is live life but be smart about how you how you go with it like going with the flow is fun every once in a while but it's not sustainable. It doesn't last your whole life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know a lot of people, I have a lot of friends that just, they just love to live life and they, and they love to go with the flow. And that is totally okay. I just think that there's like a difference between living life and also living life, but being smart. Exactly. Like even as teenagers and young adults, we should be smart about our decisions. I'm all for, you know, you only live once. So go out, go out, have fun, do whatever you like. But Going with the flow doesn't always allow you to grow as a person or learn from your mistakes. And as teenagers and young adults, we should be smart with our decisions. Yeah, definitely. I think we should be smart with our decisions, but that doesn't mean that we can't still, like, you know, live life and experience new things. Like, um, travel somewhere, um, take a new class, talk to someone new, um, go for that hike, you know, um, drive, drive somewhere. You can do all these life experiences, but you can also be smart about what you're doing too. You know, you don't have to always go with the flow or, um, you know. I agree. Like, we aren't saying be uptight and be type A. We're just saying be smart about your decisions. Like, and make sure you go out and have fun. Just live life smartly. Yeah, I mean... I think our decisions matter a lot, and um, they're they're going to impact like who we are as people in the future. So, live life, but also be smart about it. Yeah, I agree.
one lesson that I definitely had to learn um, that was that was kind of hard, I think it was kind of hard for everyone, is not everyone will be your friend forever and not everyone will want to be your friend. Um, I think that's definitely hard for some people because um, we can't help but be like, as human beings, we can't help but want to be friends with people and we can't help but want people to be friends with us, you know? Yeah. In elementary school, they teach you about kindness and how friendship is forever. But that's kind of false. People come in your life. They go out of your life. You know, you grow up. You grow apart. You have different interests. And that's totally fine. Yeah. And I know it can be really sad and it can be scary. But it's also okay. Like, certain people are not going to be your friends forever. But I think we just have to realize that um, people come in and out of your life, and that's totally okay. And the people who would want to be your friends are going to be the people who reach out to you and want to talk to you and have your best interest at mind. And it's better to have one really good friend rather than hundreds who don't know you well and you don't feel comfortable around. Yeah, the point is people come and go, and that's okay. Um, cherish your time with the people that are in your life and um, treat them well and have their best interests at mind, and that's all you can really do as a friend. You just you just have to be okay at the end of the day with some people not wanting to be your friend and some people who might walk out of your life. I agree. Just make the best of what you have now. Exactly. Like, cherish your time with people and truly just be a good friend to them. Be kind, and um, that's what you'll get out of it. I agree. Another important thing, I've learned is that words matter. Think about what you're saying to people, directly and indirectly, it might affect someone and hurt their feelings, and you might not even know. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the times as teenagers, we're just saying whatever comes to mind. I mean, I've definitely had a lot of people say things to me that actually kind of hurt me, but I just didn't say anything back. I was just like, oh, okay. And I think a lot of the times we're not careful with our words and we're not thinking about what we're saying to other people. Exactly, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you are familiar with the saying, sticks and stones might break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And I honestly hate that saying because sticks and stones do break your bones, and words do hurt. We're humans, we have feelings, and you just have to be careful with what you say because words do hurt. And I feel like in this day and age, words are also like your text messages and what you're posting on social media as well. Like, your words can be out there forever, and even if it's not on social media, your words can be in someone's head forever. Exactly. People just say whatever they feel like in the moment, but you have to remember, your words have consequences. Yeah, and everyone's guilty of it, but I feel like we should be more responsible with it. Like, I know I would say, I'm gonna, say, I'm just gonna be honest, like, I've definitely hurt someone with my words before, and I feel like we just kind of sweep it under the rug, and we're like, oh, we'll do better next time, but we should be really more responsible with our words. Exactly. Don't say something that you're gonna regret, and don't say something that you wouldn't want to hear, because I can guarantee you other people also don't want to hear it. Yeah. Words are just so powerful, and I think we should just be really careful with what we're saying and just really kind. Um, and um, just make sure that you're, what you're saying, um, you're not going to regret saying later. Exactly, and I think like the key thing to remember is if you wouldn't, wanna, if you wouldn't say it to yourself or if you wouldn't want to hear it, don't say it to others. Yeah, and that might, be, that might sound cheesy coming from our end, but it's, it's truly true, right? Don't you think? Yeah, you just have to remember that words hurt 
and they matter. So just be careful what you're saying and don't do something that you're going to regret. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. Another lesson I've learned is don't doubt yourself. A lot of times we doubt how much we're capable of. Um, and I think we are so much more capable than we think. Exactly. And as teenagers, especially, we spend a lot of time doubting ourselves and others. And I feel like this kind of stems from a place of self-consciousness because I personally have doubted myself so many times before. Yeah, I mean, I'm self-conscious all the time. I'm always thinking, I know this is really bad, but I am sometimes always thinking about what other people are thinking of me. And I'm like, wow, I I don't think I can do this. Um, People are going to judge me. And, you know. Yeah, like, I agree, and even when I'm trying classes or doing anything new, I always doubt myself, even though I know that I'm capable of doing so much more than I think that I can. Yeah, and I think that doubt a lot of times can stop you from doing things you want to do, and this self-consciousness can um, lead you to stop doing things that you are actually really good at. Exactly, and it's completely normal to have doubts we all have them just make sure you don't let them stop you from doing what you want these negative feelings sometimes are stopping you from like we said stopping you from doing things that you want to do and the only person um sometimes that is doubting is you and so um the only way we can fix that is just um loving ourselves and um stop doubting ourselves when we know we are so capable of those things Yeah, exactly. Like, we have so much potential to do so many things. So make sure you go out and do them. And like I said, it's normal to doubt yourself, but don't let it stop you. This next one might be small, but I think it's definitely important. Make sure you take lots of pictures. I know my mom has told me that she wished she had taken more pictures because in this digital age, you can never take enough. Yeah, and I think a picture shows a million emotions and feelings. Pictures can bring you back from your fond memories and even your not-so-happy ones. It's it's kind of all about memories. Yeah, and you don't need to document everything, but pictures are so precious. And I know a lot of times I scroll through my camera roll looking at all these pictures, and they just bring back so many emotions and so many feelings. Yeah, I know a lot of people um, make fun of me because I have like 9,000 photos in my camera roll, and that is kind of a lot. I do need to delete some, but I think I'm really happy that I did because a lot of these things I would forget happened, or I'm like, oh, I remember that, and it just brings me back to so many nice memories. I agree, and like me personally looking back, I wish I had taken more pictures because I always told myself like, oh, I'd remember that, or oh, it's not that important, but Like, all the little things are important, and they're all memories, so take pictures as many as you can because you have so many devices that you can take pictures from, so just make the best of it. Yeah, I agree. This next thing we learned is, I would say, very, very important, and I don't think we, I think we've just kind of started to acknowledge this one. Um, Sleep is very valuable. Exactly, like playing all-nighters, staying up late to watch videos, and staying up to 3 a.m. can be fun, but it's not sustainable in the long term. Yeah, and I know a lot of people who have a hard time falling asleep, but there are a lot of people who could get a couple more hours and just choose not to for some reason. And I think it's just become kind of a competition. Yeah, and I'm definitely guilty of it. When people tell me that they've slept for X number of hours, I'm always like, oh, I slept for less, and... It's not a competition, like it's really bad for you, so make sure you get your sleep. 
And I don't think people talk about this enough, but there are some essential values sleeping does for you. It, it helps your body recharge and relax, and it can really help you focus more on things that you need to be focused on. Yeah, and it lets you do so much more because I know when I've pulled all-nighters or slept really late, I feel groggy. I just don't feel like doing anything. I'm, I feel tired the whole day, and it's just – it's not fun. Yeah, and I know not all of us can afford a little extra sleep, but I would say even naps are good. I love taking naps. My family can attest to this. Um, I'll just set a timer for like 10 minutes and take a 10-minute power nap, and all of a sudden, everything is just so much better. Exactly. Like, I've learned through my, like, first years of high school that coming home and taking a small nap can help so much more and can help you focus so much rather than just coming home, feeling tired, trying to get through your work, and barely finishing. And actually, going back to the competition thing, I think it's a lot cooler to get more sleep than getting less sleep. I mean, it's kind of sad when you don't get any sleep. Right? And I always thought it was funny and thought it was, like, cool to know, let people know that I slept for less hours than they have. But really, it's just... It's terrible for your health and terrible for your body, and I don't suggest that you do that all the time. Yeah, and so even though a lot of us are busy studying at, late at night and we don't have time a lot of times, at least take at least maybe like one time a week where you just have a really good night of sleep, just once, and I think that can yeah, really help. And, yeah, and that's not saying don't put all-nighters, don't stay up late, whatever. Just make sure you're not doing it all the time because it can be so damaging to your health. Exactly. Another valuable thing that I've learned to change my mindset on is rejection. Someone told me that rejection is just a redirection. Whether it's by peers, teachers, parents, jobs, college, rejection is sad, but it shouldn't be looked at negatively. I think rejection is looked at very negatively because it does hurt. Rejection does hurt. I mean, it doesn't matter who or where it's from. Rejection really hurts. Yeah, but it also opens up to so many more opportunities. If someone or something rejects you, it's just not meant to be. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of times we're always dwelling on how much you like that boy or how much you wanted to get that job, but... Um, you shouldn't feed into that negative mindset um, and rejection. Um, like you said, Dawani, it is, it's, it's kind of like a redirection almost. Like you said, yeah, rejection hurts, but it also opens you up to so many more opportunities. And there's so many other things. So don't always take it negatively. Just change your mindset and think about it in positive. Like think about how you can move forward. Yeah, and I mean, we're not always positive about these things. Like, don't don't go thinking, oh, these, these two girls are so positive about everything. We definitely are negative about some things. I mean, um, you don't always have to be happy about rejection. You can take some time and be sad about it. But at the end of the day, we're saying you should definitely move on and don't think of this as like a setback. Thinking, think of this as something Think of this as an opportunity. Just remember that rejection happens to everyone. It's not only you, and it is totally okay. Just remember to always look at things positively. Yeah. Something that's definitely overlooked um, a lot of the times, it's self-care. It's very valuable, and not just your physical self, but your mental and emotional health, too. Yeah, I agree. Take care of yourself. You matter. Yeah, and whether you are having a self-care day or getting some extra sleep, it's important to think of yourself first sometimes. 
and that's hard for people because people think, oh, that's like selfish that I'm thinking about myself. But sometimes it's really important to have that self time. Exactly. Like you're important and you also need to treat your body like it's important. Yeah. And I don't know what you guys like to do for self-care, but my favorite form of self-care is baking. And I, that might sound weird to a lot of people because you maybe when you think of self-care, you think of like facial stuff um, and getting a massage or something, but my favorite form of self-care is baking. It's really relaxing and stress-free, at least for me. Yeah, for me, it's painting. I just love um, putting on another podcast or watching TV or anything and just painting because it calms me down and it's so relaxing and it's just important time for myself. Yeah, and I think self-care can be defined as anything that is time for yourself because sometimes you really need it. Exactly, I agree. This next one, I'm still kind of learning. It's only you can define you. It's your body and your mind. Only you know who you are. Yeah, and I think only you can realize your true worth and beauty. And even though it feels good to have other people um, compliment us, uh, the biggest form of compliment to me is a compliment from yourself. I agree. And even like now, still, I sometimes let people tell me who I am, how to act, what should matter to me and what shouldn't and just like the person that I should be. But that's not the right mindset because only you can define who you are and only you truly Mm -hmm. know what you want and how you want to live your life. You are your own person. And like you said, you are the only person who truly knows yourself the best. So, um, yeah, don't let other people tell you who to be or um, what things you're supposed to like or what things you're supposed to do. Exactly, and just live your life how you want to, not how others want you to. And that might be hard for a lot of people because um, not everybody has a good support system and you know, not everyone feels comfortable um, with truly being themselves. But it's important that um, everyone it's important that people know that there are a lot of people who are rooting for them and it's okay to be yourself and you are the only person that can truly say who you are. Exactly. I agree. Uh, Here's one that I think a lot of people ignore because they don't want to be vain, but be proud of your accomplishments. Um, Big accomplishments and small accomplishments, they all matter. Be proud of yourself. Yeah. And we don't mean like brag about it all the time, which is extremely annoying. We mean be proud of what you've done and all the work you've put into something. Yeah, whether it's starting your own club or getting that A on the math test or finally waking up to your alarm clock on time, I still have not done that. Um, be proud of all your accomplishments. Because every day comes with little achievements you should be proud of. And we're not saying like constantly brag about your accomplishments to the point where you put down others. Like I've definitely had people who are like, I've done this and this, and it kind of makes me feel bad about myself. We're not saying do that. We're saying just be proud of yourself and not in a big showy flashy way. Exactly. Like you've worked hard. You've done everything that you possibly can to achieve this. So don't be afraid to be proud of it. And Another thing I should add is also learn to be proud of others. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are, like, bashful or humble when they accomplish something. And I think that we should definitely be, like, supportive and proud of our friends and family and let them know that you're proud of them. Not Don't just be proud of yourself. Be proud of the accomplishments your friends and family have accomplished, too. 
Exactly. And I feel like for a lot of people, too, that's difficult because they feel like they have to be the best or they have to compete with their friends. But just take a step back and be proud of your friends. Be proud of what they've accomplished because they're also proud of what you've accomplished, too. At the end of the day, you should be just as proud of your friends and friends and family's accomplishments as you are as your own. Exactly. Be proud of everything you've done. The last and final thing that we've learned is surround yourself with good people. The people you hang out with are often the person you become. And we don't mean this like people define you, but people can definitely influence you. Yeah, hang out with those who support you and make you feel comfortable and welcomed. If sitting at your table at lunch every day makes you worried, then maybe those people aren't the people you should surround yourself with. Yeah, and if you surround yourself with good people, it often makes you feel good, too, because those are the ones that have your back and make you feel comfortable and welcomed, and I feel like that's important. Yeah, and the people you hang out with often are the people who are influencing you, and I think as teenagers, um, we're we're totally influenced by our friends, and we need to have good influences in our life, not people who are going to be dragging us Um, to do things that maybe we're not very comfortable with or we know that is not good for us. Yeah, exactly. Surround yourself with people that make you proud to be who you are, that make you feel accomplished, that make you feel good about yourself, because that's also important. topic to talk about because these are a lot of times these are like very valuable lessons um that we've learned over the years and we think that people need to hear them yeah and we also wanted to share how our 16 birthdays went because i feel like they're similar in some ways but also very different yeah and i think a lot of people um maybe younger than us might be um wondering like what is it like to be 16 um how was your 16th birthday experience and i think we should definitely talk about those little things Mine was during winter break when a lot of people were on vacations and most of the stores were closed. I hung out with my family, went to dinner, and just celebrated with them. And I can tell you right now, it was most definitely not like the Sweet 16 party that I imagined when I was 10, but I made the most of it, and that's all that matters. And I just want to remind you that your birthday does not have to be extravagant, but you have to have an enjoyable and memorable time. Make the best of what you have and be grateful. Yeah, and my experience is kind of unique because my 16th birthday was in quarantine. And I have to say that it was probably the most uneventful birthday of my entire life. But at the same time, it was one of the best. Um, The whole day, I just hung out with my family, ate my favorite foods, and watched a million movies, which sounds very boring, but I am very much a person who likes to stay inside and watch a million movies, so it was fine. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I did have prior plans to quarantine, but I think that's okay. Um, I didn't I didn't get a car, and I didn't get to throw a huge party. Um, not that I could throw a huge party. Um, but my 16th birthday will still be something I will remember. And I'm grateful for the people who celebrated with me. Because at the end of the day, it wasn't about, you know, the new age. And it wasn't about, you know, getting something extravagant, like you said. It was just about celebrating another another year. Uh, another year in my life and um, I'm just grateful for the people who celebrated with me and for the people who made it special even while in quarantine. Yeah 
yeah, that was our birthday experiences, and that was our 16 things to know before 16 list. And just know that you don't have to know all these things before you turn 16. You will obviously have a different experience and learn different things than us, but this is just something that we've learned and that we wanted to share with you guys. Exactly, I totally agree. And also, at the end of the day, we're not professionals, like we said, and this is just our take on things and what we've learned before 16. You don't have to agree with any of these or take our word for it, but if you do, we would love to know, and we hope you'll join us for our next episode. Our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice, mistakes, confessionals, and giving you peace of mind on all the things impacting teens today, because it's not just you worrying about even the little things, it's us too. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye.